are listening to the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network. I hate both of you, Ebony and Ivory motherfuckers. I tell you. Welcome on in. It's episode number 11 of Word Up or Bird Up. And surprisingly enough, we haven't been canceled yet. Last couple of weeks have been kind of insane. I've been warning my my fearless guest host. You know, I've, I've been warning him about everything that he's been saying, but luckily we haven't been canceled yet. But Jordan, what's going on this week, buddy? What it do, baby? A whole lot of nothing. A whole yeah. lot of nothing. How, how are you doing, Lance? Uh, well, uh, I'm not going to lie. I partook in the eating and consumption of a, uh, the consumption of something I probably shouldn't. And now I I'm paying the price for it. So that's always fun, right? Hell yeah. I'm excited about this. Oh, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be quite the ride people, but this is word up or bird up where me and Jordan kind of take each individual, uh, topic that we bring to the table. We go back and forth and talk a little bit about it, um, and then see where we come out on the other end. So without further ado, let's get started on topic number one today. Of course, uh, I'm a big advocate for cannabis or weed, uh, being legalized. I'm a big proponent of that. I think that, I think weed is something that even people who um, don't do, you know, it's gotten a stigma, unfortunately, of being a quote unquote gateway drug. Like it's it's kind of gotten that that reputation, and it, I don't see it like that. Like I could kind of see, I guess, where people would be like, "Wow, man, this high is really cool." So let me see what else is out there and things like that. And to me, it just it, it seems kind of ridiculous that something that probably has less potency uh, than alcohol, I would say. Wouldn't you say that, Jordan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But these people make such... So many people are, like, anti-weed like weed all the time because they get... It gets scheduled as, like, a narcotic or whatever and grouped in with these other drugs that are... Look, let's, let's face it. Those drugs are bad, and they shouldn't be consumed ever, you know? But weed shouldn't be kind of in that same stratosphere it should be kind of it's in its own little category and the only thing that i can hope is is that one day they do legalize it but um the only reason i bring this up is because this week your boy joe biden who jordan has already told me he's going to rush to the voting booth to vote for Uh, it oh fuck him fuck him also so jordan in consecutive weeks has told both presidential candidates coming up in november to fuck themselves uh, sometime on this podcast, correct? Oh, very correct. All right. See, that's uh, that's how we do it here. But, um, but Joe Biden picks Kamala Harris now. Kamala, <laughs> I think it is Kamala, isn't it? Kamala. I think it's something like that. But uh, he picks uh, a very controversial choice. Not the people like me and Jordan, because we're normal people. But, you know, those riding the Trump train very hard are already attacking this woman over, you know, I, I, I'd like to say it's not a race, but it probably is. Um, it, and it's going to go on. The, the thing that Joe Biden has done now, okay, the thing that he's done now is that he's going to open this can of worms that was around when Obama was president. Jordan, you remember just a few short years ago when Barack was president and, and the bigotry that went towards him was kind of ridiculous. Do you kind of remember that? Oh, yeah, like the 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 fake Obama dolls hung from trees and, yeah. oh, you know. He's I mean, not an American citizen, or they faked his birth certificate. Yeah, or what, whatever. If they con this man's birth certificate to get into the White House, that is insane. Yeah. That is um, absolutely insane. That's saying you or I have the same opportunities to get into the White House as Barack Obama since he pulled off, quote-unquote, a con job with yeah. his birth certificate. Just to get in, just to get in office, you'd think that uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, the whole time George Bush was president, people were like, "Well, this guy's a lizard uh, <laughs> sent from hell to destroy us all," you know. Oh, um, so 
as long as I can remember, everybody's always <laughs> there's something wrong with each president, you know, and especially now it's so fucking divided that it's hilarious at this point. I can't even keep up anymore. But um, for me, like, you know, I, I'm, I lean liberal, but like I'm not like complete left, you know, so Joe Biden seems like the nice medium for me. Uh, some people call him Donald Trump light. I don't think so. I think he's got some cool policies and uh, you would hope anyway, you know, I'm not a political guy and I can't even believe I'm rambling on about it this long. But for me, I think one of the most important issues that these two, if they would get elected into into the White House, something that I think they should look into. And Jordan, you might disagree with me, but something I think they should look into is the decriminalization of marijuana and then releasing every nonviolent felon like that got charged with weed based offenses should be let out of prison don't you think okay so you 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 said that i probably wouldn't agree with you but i do agree with you what? i do agree with you in a sense that you're telling me the government is now making money off of marijuana sales while there are people in jail that have yeah. gone that are in there for the same thing exactly the government is doing. Yeah. It would be essentially, um, you got arrested for drinking a Bud Light on the street. Yes. That's the equivalent of it, you know? And, and every, every anti like weed person I've ever ran into, man, they're always like, they're, they're always out like drinking and stuff. And I just never understood how you look down on one thing so bad because of a stigma. But the other thing you're like, it affects your mind as much as weed does. I mean, that's just the way that I look at it, but I think beer sometimes or alcohol, any kind of alcohol, I think it's, I think it's actually worse than weed for you and, and what it does to your mind and stuff like that. I mean, look, I've, I grew up around my father. My father was an alcoholic, so I've seen kind of like how that takes over your life. So for me, uh, weed is, is that thing that I feel like, if you could legalize it and kind of turn it into your American way, man, you can tax and do all this stuff. I think it would actually do a lot more um, good than harm. But you know who doesn't want to see weed legalized, Jordan? Who's that? The pharmaceutical industry. Oh, they've been probably know. trying to keep. They've been trying to keep this shit illegal forever. So if they ever do, I mean, it's depending on who you ask, you know, they think big farmer runs the country. So that's going to be the one group of people that if weeds legalized, man, they're not going to be too stoked about it, but I already don't think that they're stoked about what's going on anyway with the old C virus. What do you think? Oh, the C virus is just raining hell on any and everything of this just, entire life. And it's oh, not, uh, oof. it's, uh, leaving leaving destruction in its path and it's going to be interesting to see how uh either trump gets reelected or biden and uh harris win it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of take us forward don't you think oh yeah oh yeah um it's you know it's just a matter of time to find out um which bag of shit we step in for the next four years you know yeah so i mean you have you have pile number one or pile number two you take a choice i'll let you step into either one you want yeah it's it's like we can continue stepping in the same one or we can like hope the next one's not as big yeah um exactly so but yeah so i just kind of wanted to get that off my chest because it's uh something that uh, has been bothering me for a long time uh anyone that knows me knows i'm an avid avid fan of the um the decriminalization of cannabis uh i'm very in favor of that so let's hope that people get their head out of their asses and kind of make that um a reality so with that being said though jordan we're going to go into your first topic hold on, today. Hold on, hold on, hold on. i got i i have just uh i want to throw this in there um what? you know i'm not i'm not a weed guy or anything but for the people that think that weed is you know this gateway drug i've never once heard like hey man i'll suck your dick if i can get some weed i've never heard that yeah, it's so not like, a conversation if, i think it's happened a if lot you're gonna if if you're gonna try and make weed out to be like crack or like coke or anything <laughs> like that like you hear about people 
smoking pipe for fucking crack or or or, or a little bit of coke. But I've never been like, wait, you're you want to give top for a little blow like some some yeah. No, yeah. I've never heard that. So like, it like to throw this in there is just I I don't see the same. I don't see the same uh, issue with marijuana as to a uh, uh, crack cocaine or cocaine in general in the yeah. powder form. Um, um, yeah. It, as long as it's beneficial, it helps someone's appetite, it helps someone's anxiety, depression, whatever. I, you know, I'm all for it because I, like I, I've said on in the archives, I, I deal with mental health, and if I could get away from just medicine in general or never been put on it, and they're like, hey, here's your weed card. I, I'd probably laugh at it, but, like, I'm sure it's way better than the medicine that I've ever had to take. So, yeah, um, I mean, there's, I, I just wanted to throw that in there because, like I said, a lot of people were like, oh, man, you straight edge. You probably are, like, against it. And 18-year-old me, 19-year-old me is very against it. Now I'm like, dude, if it fucking helps you, it helps you. Yeah. Yeah, I got so, it. I, there's an important stat to remember. There's been zero overdose, um, overdoses on on weed. So that's an important stat to remember, and a big one, because the stigma that it gets might not be justified because people just assume, oh, it's a drug, it's bad for you. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You know, I think that Big Mac that you're eating is probably a little bit worse than than puffing on a little weed. So, <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, what was your first topic of the night, Jordan? My first topic is Def Jam Vendetta. It looks like there's a possible reboot. And if there is, Lance, I want to meet you in the squared circle. I'm going to break a bottle over your motherfucking head with DMX. And me and the Rough Riders, we don't ride on that ass. I don't know, man. I got to take my boy Rizza from the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Uh, My dude would stomp some ass. Uh, Def Jam Jam, uh, Vendetta is a game that came out on PlayStation, didn't it? Like PS2 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it has all your favorite rappers in it, and they they fight Mortal Kombat style. It's actually a pretty fun game. Um, I don't know if I have any interest in a remake. Of course, Jordan does. But uh, I don't know. I just uh, I don't know. But I would definitely whoop your ass at that game. Oh, get the fuck out of here! I think I... you would like it even more though because the the finishers in that game are insane. <laughs> insane. Insanity, it it kind of reminds me of um if you ever played uh Juggalo Championship Wrestling Backyard oh. Wrestling on PS2. It reminds me of that a little bit. Backyard Wrestling. Funny story about that game. Uh, I think the second one was called Here Goes the Neighborhood or something like that. There Goes there the Neighborhood. neighborhood. Uh, my dad tried to buy that game for my sister because my sister is a well-known juggalo. Um, my my dad tried to buy that game for my sister for like Christmas and I was standing right beside him and he got carded for it. My dad was like 50 years old, man. Like, <laughs> they carded him. They carded him for this fucking thing. I was like, that's that's so insane to me. Does this guy not look older than 18, bro? And so he had to actually pull out his fucking ID, man. Like that game sucks. Like that game's not even fun. You know? How how was Cowboy Bob's response to oh, I have to pull out my fucking ID right. for a video game? Dude, he is fucking he was livid, man. He was fucking livid because he um he he just my dad just he just doesn't get it, man, because, you know, he grew up in a time where that stuff didn't exist. So, um, dude, I can remember when I was a kid going to buy my mom's cigarettes when I was like 10, you know, like the gas station <laughs> behind the house. They, my mom would just give us a note and they were like, okay, looks good enough. <laughs> okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> I could have just wrote that myself. Okay, but- looks good enough. You just been in the parking lot packing the cigarettes. Damn, dog, selling them out of the trunk of my fucking car and stuff. Because <laughs> I just have a fucking note that I obviously forged from my mom. You know, like, oh, man, I got to remember how she fucking writes an A, man, because I need to write this whole note. Um, just, you know, but yeah, they look at it and they go, oh, that's good enough. I was like, 
Okay, so what, like, what didn't fly then? <laughs> I can, mean, I buy, can I buy a 40? Um, you're 12. Yeah. Well, my mom said I ha- I need to get a 40 with the smokes. Say well, no more. She said, I mean. Yeah, say no more. You know, here you go, buddy. Say no more. Oh, shit. Okay, I feel it. Uh, but that's completely off subject. But uh, Def Jam Vendetta uh, it looks cool, though. I mean, how realistic is this remake, do you think? Um. Honestly, they there wasn't much, but it was just like there was just enough like uh, uh for them to put something out online to get people intrigued because there's nothing like they made they made like a, a another Def Jam for the PlayStation Three and it was lackluster to say the least. So I feel like if they even kept the same two D style uh fighting mechanics and obviously updated the rappers and oh my gosh i really hope they leave all like the girl <laughs> jeans wearing rappers off because actual will be on there oh man i would be i'd be fuming i'd be fuming i'd be fighting every, i would fight them all but um, <laughs> i would go to activision and kick their fucking ass man <laughs> Don't put this piece of shit on here. <laughs> only original gangster rappers only, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 90s. Dude, uh, my man, oh, who who was it? I mean, Nas is a secret character. Nas? Yeah. I think Nas is on the, the one that was on the PS3, because Nas wasn't on uh, Def, Jam Vendetta, Def Jam Vendetta, Fight for New York, or um, just Def Jam Vendetta. Um, so let's go to the Google machine here while you while you complete this. Okay. But uh, I know I want to say uh, Busta Bus Busta Rhymes was on, and I was like, okay, Busta <laughs> okay. Um, so let's see here. Uh, after looking on here, um, Nos is not on here. So, uh, he was not in the game for anyone following along at home and had you, uh, had Nos on Def Def Jam Vendetta in your office pool. Obviously it's going to come up nil, don't you think? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but look, uh, so the, the remake could be kind of cool, you know, um, Jordan is obviously more excited for it than I am, but what, what can you do? Right. Do you have any final thoughts before we move on? Um, well, you know, if it comes out, I'll be buying it digital and you'll fucking have it. So I'll see you in that squared circle when the day comes. Uh, my PlayStation is still dead. Um, if you don't remember, well, if, if, if they're making an announcement like this week, or I, I believe it was either yet last night or today that the, the information had come out about this, um, it's probably going to be a year or two before it even drops. So you'll, you'll be back in back up and running in no time. PS five style. That's why I think that is heading. So very excited. And actually my next topic is actually video game related as well. Hell Uh, yeah. Tony Hawk pro skater one and two comes out in two weeks. I'm very excited. I haven't got a chance to talk about this in depth yet. And I'm very excited to do it today. So uh, I can remember playing the first Tony Hawk game. I can remember what I was doing when I first threw that game on and grinded the first, uh, went into the warehouse, went down the ramp, and, and we were off to the races. I was actually playing uh, PlayStation 1, PS1. My, my dad just bought it for us. I can remember this like it was yesterday. Stuck the game in, and I thought, this game is so fucking sick. And then we had it for N64. And then I thought the game was even cooler. Then Tony Hawk 2 came out and fucking broke the whole thing open. Now... I'm a big, I'm a, I love and really enjoy the skateboard subculture. Uh, I can't skateboard myself, but like, I love, you know, the, the attitude and, and the dress and everything like that. It's very, very into like the skateboard, like culture. So, uh, Tony Hawk for me was actually a pretty cool way to, uh, you know, pull off some awesome stuff and, and not know how to skateboard or anything. And it was more arcade style. I can remember playing that and uh, this game called Grind Session on PlayStation. Do you ever play that game? I don't think so. Yeah, Grind, Grind Session was on a uh, PlayStation demo disc, but I got a Pizza Hut or something, you know? Remember those demo discs? Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Uh, and Grind Session was on there, and they only let you do like the single session or whatever. But 
Um, growing up, Jordan, did you have a lot of experience playing the Tony Hawk franchise? So I have, and I have a funny story. I remember um, all, my brother and our friends had gone out, like they went outside to play or whatever. And I snuck into my brother's room and I seen Tony Hawk for the first time. And they were in the warehouse, first level. And I remember just going down that. <laughs> I just remember going down that 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 hill over that half pipe and eating shit immediately. And I was like, this game sucks because <laughs> I because I I was trying to play fast, but I also was trying to like get into it without my brother killing me over it. So when when I died, like I immediately ate shit. I was like, this game is terrible. But it it was user error. It was me. Um, <laughs> I mean, typical for video games for, yeah, for me, user yeah. error. So. But um, I remember Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. I remember Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Uh, what was it? 3 and 4 before uh, Tony Hawk Wasteland came out? No, no. Tony Underground. Tony, underground. underground uh, my bad. Underground's actually my favorite game in the whole series. I was, I was, I was actually going to bring that up and ask if you even enjoyed those. Because um, I remember how much fun those were, like sticker slapping and the soundtracks. Yeah. yeah, and I remember, so Tony Hawk 1 and 2 came out on PlayStation, then 3 came out on PlayStation. I think all the first four came out on the original PlayStation, but 3 and 4 had a PS2 port that the graphics were better and, and stuff like that. And I, I didn't have a PlayStation 2 at the time because we're poor as fuck. So uh, I had to play it on just uh the playstation and it was cool i can remember the foundry uh level in tony hawk 3 being one that stuck out to me but um so i i and i remember the first tony hawk game i was at a buddy's house and he had it on dreamcast and i thought it was so fucking cool because i was like dude i didn't even know that came out on dreamcast yeah it was it was out on in dreamcast and uh man i said i got gamecast you know (laughs) (laughs) but uh so he had it on Dreamcast and the graphics were a little bit better. And I can just remember staying at his house a whole weekend and uh, we just sat and played the game and it was so fucking sick. Then the second one came out and introduced manuals, which made tricks really, really easy to kind of pull together. Uh, and then the third one, you got to do like the pogo shit, yep. you know, when you're bouncing on the board, yep. uh, you know, I, I didn't play for a whole lot. And then I played underground and I thought underground was super good. Did you play the first Tony Hawk Underground? Oh yeah, Underground yeah. and then Wasteland and dude, Underground too, and then do, Wasteland. Do you remember? Do you remember the first time they had like you seen a Christ Air in video game? Yeah, and it was dude, like, what? What the fuck, what man? The fuck is this a? This is a glitch. What? No yeah. one can do that. No one yeah. can do that. Exactly. So, um. And then, yeah, so Tony Hawk Underground and then Underground 2 and then Wasteland. And then they started getting, they, it was like Project 8. And then it just started jumping the shark after that. Yeah. But, um, but they've remade the first two games. They've remade 1 and 2 um, with like totally like rebuilt the graphics and everything. And I've seen a couple of people who got the demo before anybody else. And it looks sweet. It just looks cool, man. And it makes me, it's like that funny meme I saw one time, you know, this little kid walks up to this guy and says, Hey, they're remaking Tony Hawk. Have you ever played it? And the old guy says, son, I was there when the code was written, you know, and that's where I kind of feel like we're at. Um, we saw the originals. Now we're becoming those fucking assholes. We saw the original game, man. Like I was playing it on fucking PlayStation, you know? And now we have become that generation where, Oh shit, this is getting remade. It makes me feel really fucking old. Don't you think? Oh yeah. Um. Do we know if there's going to be an online? Is there going to be online oh, yeah. to play with it? Oh shit! Big so time multiplayer. That, that right there is going to be a motherfucker. And yep. I'm telling you right now, if I don't create a character, I will whoop anyone's ass with Kareem Campbell. Oh my man, Kareem Campbell. Kareem he was a really solid player. Oh yeah. I was always a big Andrew Reynolds guy too. Uh, and Bucky Lasick was cool. Bob was Chad Muska on those? Yep, yep. Chad Muska, uh, Rune Glyphberg, um, and Alyssa Steamer. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was, it was cool though. Like, um, I don't know, seeing stuff like this kind of reminds you of like 
how fast life is and how quickly we, we age through the years. Because like I said, man, I can remember playing these games, uh, the original system and just being, so I'm very excited to say the least for this game. Cause it'll give me that little slice of childhood. You know what I'm talking about? That little slice that you just can't get fucking enough of, you know, just enough. To make me feel like not so fucking old, you know? No, I got a, I got a question for you now. With this game being remade, and you know we're already going to dive all the fuck the way in, mm-hmm. is there any other games from the PS1 that you would love to see remade? Um, so, an original PlayStation game or a PS2 game? No, 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 no. Play, uh, PlayStation 1. Just PlayStation okay, so- 1. So just PlayStation One, I think a game like Siphon Filter Ooh. comes in your head. I think okay. that'd be a cool that'd be a cool remake. Um, they just remade Medieval, which I was pretty pumped on because that game fucking rules. Um, as far as other PS One games, I mean, you got to look at like, I mean, because on PS One I played a lot of Madden, and they're obviously remaking that all the time. Siphon Filter, um, they remade all the Resident Evil games, so I can't yeah. even ask for that. Yeah. Um, and then, so I would say probably like siphon filter and then maybe a couple of other games here and there that I'm, I'm blanking on right now, but what do you think? What, what games would you want to remake? I have, I want to say three, I have cool borders. Oh shit. 1080. Was that 1080? No. Yeah. Cool borders. Yeah. Yeah, Cool borders. Jet moto. Oh, and WWF. Was it Shut Your Mouth? Oh, yeah, the SmackDown. Was that the one with the rock on the, the cover? rock on the front. Yeah, that's, mm. uh, that's You Shut Your Mouth. Those that those three games being remade? Oh, man. The SmackDown or, one doesn't even really count because it, it does get remade in 2K20 or whatever. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying that game being remade, but with all the wrestlers from that era staying... And all they do is update the graphics, the storylines. Hell, I'll even I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you another question. What about Nintendo sixty four games? If they could remaster a couple Nintendo sixty four games, and you you can exclude James Bond because they already remade uh, GoldenEye. Um, God damn it, that was gonna be my first one. Um, I don't know. So. Whoa, I don't know. I don't know. You're not going to say WWF No Mercy? Yeah, I, I didn't play that one all that much. I oh, had WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. I had WrestleMania 2000. I played No Mercy a couple of times, but not as much as other people did. Because oh, okay. at that point, uh, I could only rent it because I was, you know, when that game came out, I was only like 12 years old. So, um, but I, I don't, I didn't play a lot of No Mercy, but as far as N64 games, you got to look at games like Perfect Dark. Oh, I think that'd be fuck, sweet. Dude. The laptop guns? Yeah. And then um, maybe Glover. I think Glover would be Holy cool. Holy shit. I forgot yeah. about that game. Yeah. I, I think that would be a cool kind of remake, even if you just threw like a fresh paint of coat on it, or paint of coat, coat of paint <laughs> on it, uh, and make it look a little better. I think that would be cool. Uh, Next gen style. Um, Vigilante 8 is another game that I think would be sick if they remade uh twisted metal i think would be cool on like this generation you know what about you man what what are some n64 games do you think you'd like to see remade um there was a ecw game it was even at the time time, it was trash but i thought it was still cool because it was just ecw i didn't give a shit it was ecw if i could kill someone with rhino or or sandman or rvd i was going to i didn't have to like make a character create a character on wwf or wcw um fuck, i'm trying to think god damn son the n64 was that that was the system that i remember having the most that was the system that i remember my mom bought me golden eye randomly she just said hey this looks cool when she bought it for me which didn't happen a lot in the augustine house so naturally i thought something was going on i thought that uh i had done something wrong or you know something like that so but she bought it for me 
the yeah. last game I'll say would be uh, Pokemon Stadium. Oh, not Pokemon Stadium. Overrated. I think they're kind of, I think they're remaking it, aren't they? It, I that's news to me. Fuck. Or Pokemon on. Snap, I think, is the one. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Pokemon Snap, but if they do Pokemon Stadium, I'm telling you right now, it's on. I love the N64. So and I'll always have a they came out with classic Super Nintendo and, and regular Nintendo. I really want them to do it for the 64 and have a strong catalog too, because there was a lot of games on the N64 that I think are, I, that's the system I remember playing the most as a kid. So big shout out to the Nintendo 64. And with that N64 chat, it's going to bring us to the last topic of the day. We're going to let Jordan introduce it and talk a little bit about it. Let's rock. The MLB is in session Whew. and the Pittsburgh yes, Pirates have won their fourth game yet. They are still in absolute last place. Now, being a Pirates fan, you know, I, I already expected the, the like, absolute worst as soon as the season started. We have literally nobody. We have nobody. We have a team that has played five games and they're ahead of us. We've played seven Hold on. Games. Hold on. I don't think that can be glossed over like that. How dare you? How dare you gloss over that? I will not let it fly. The Pirates are in last place behind the Cardinals, who have played five games. They are two and three. The Pirates are four and 13, and the Cardinals are one place ahead of them. If you would ever, if you would ever want to know what it's like to be a Pirates fan, think about this. You have played. 17 games. You were in last place behind a team that has played five. <laughs> I, I can't overstate this. I grew up in a house that was completely Pittsburgh Pirate positive. My dad, if he could marry Roberto Clemente, he would. My dad talks about him all the time. He talks about their mustard brown and yellow hats they used to have. He talks about Willie Stargell. And he talked about how much of a punk bitch Barry Bonds was. <laughs> and it always made me want Barry Bonds to come to my house and like literally tear my dad in half. Because I think it would have been hilarious because Hulk Hogan over here, you know. But um, so that is summing up being a Pirates fan in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, you you hit everything that I could say. And it's just. It's it's almost like we could have taken the season off and still been in last place. It, it just we 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 are a team that is in constant rebuild forever. Like yeah. at this point, we might as well just like bring out ITT Tech and their baseball team and see if they could beat the Pirates. Oh wait, they don't have a team and they still have a better record than the Pirates. Fuck them. <sighs> kill me man that's that's what i'm saying like it seems like and i might just be speaking out of turn here but it seems like the life of a pirates fan is is unlike any other sports base in america i mean i can't say that because i mean look there's a lot of there's a lot of teams imagine being a detroit lions fan when's the last time they won anything of significance it's been a long time imagine being a cleveland browns fan jordan you're you're a Browns fan. Imagine being a Browns fan and just knowing they're going to lose every year. Hey, they might lose every year, but when they actually win against the Steelers, that's like winning the Super Bowl. Fuck it. Yeah, the confetti guns were going off and they were celebrating, but yet uh, they had just beaten Pittsburgh. It's not like they won the Super Bowl. But um, all of that to say that – being like being a Pirates fan is something that you can't even describe to somebody who doesn't even understand. I hate fucking baseball. I've made that abundantly clear in about eight of these episodes. I have, not <laughs> yep. I have tried and tried and tried to get into it. I just cannot uh, call call it ADHD, call it what you will. I cannot get into baseball at all. And I, I live near Cleveland. You know, I think Cleveland's a bigger baseball town than Pittsburgh is probably. And I still just cannot, I can't get into it. I've tried and tried. And actually, here's a funny story. Me and my sister 
We won a fundraiser when we were kids, and I got to throw the first pitch at a Pirates game once. Oh, yeah. Did it go in the strike zone? No, it didn't even reach the plate. That's not the, <laughs> point. That's not the fucking point. You know, it just it was a blooper. You know, it fucking went up, and I was like eight years old, man. But I think that – but so I see where Pirates fans are coming from, though, because, I mean – I kind of grew up around it. So it's it's a wild thing to see for sure. And Jordan, I can only imagine how you're feeling all the time, right? Dude, it sucks. I You would think, like, to be a Pirates fan today, like, this very day, even though we won, we're still on suicide watch. We are a terrible team. We are a terrible organization. The, the owner of the team has just, like, pushed all the, like – Decent players out that gave us a chance to even make the wild card. Now we can't even break five wins in 17 games. We can't no. hit five wins. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to blame, like, COVID. We are a bad team. Yeah. And I even I have a funny story. My first baseball game, my, my first Pirates game, I was in the fifth grade. Uh, I was at church. They, they, they were going to take us. They took us. That game, they lost 17-5. to They Ugh. hit two home runs. The opposite team, I don't even remember who they were. They hit two home runs, and both of them came, like, around where I was in the nosebleeds way in the outfield in Three River Stadium. And guess what? We threw that shit back because we were losing by 17. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> and Those are the games where you get up and try to beat traffic. Like, for some odd reason, I was like, I'm going to support this team still. (laughs) Never did I like, man, I I think I'm going to find a new club. I was like, I'm going to keep buying their shit. I'm going to (laughs) go to games and support a losing team. Jesus Christ, man. That's hilarious. Like, because, like, it's funny because we, we hold sports so close to us. And it's just really funny how a team winning and losing really affects people on like a personal level. Like, you know, like you feel like offended that these people did not go out there and win. You're so upset and you're so invested in something. It's, it's the craziest fucking thing I've ever, my dad always said, if like Russia ever wanted to attack this country, they would just come on Super Bowl Sunday. They'd wipe out. <laughs> Cause everybody's fucking all liquored up or whatever, well, uh... you know? And so, which I don't think is wrong. I mean, the more I think about it, that's not wrong at all. Like, that's absolutely, you know, just get one of these ridiculous holidays where people are drinking too much, you know? So I think it's really funny that sport, like these teams, you know, where's Pedro Alvarez to strike out when you need him, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, or overthrow first when it's like the easiest toss on yeah. the Come on, man. You can fucking – I remember I used to play baseball when I was a kid, and it didn't turn out well. Spoiler alert. But I, I remember one time uh, a foul or a fly ball like landed. I played was playing like left field or something, and this ball popped into the air, and I watched it and hit the ground. And the second baseman ran from second base and got the ball before I got to the ball that was right in front of me. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm so fucking slow. It's ridiculous. But um, I think it's important to note that I never claimed to be an athlete like Jordan does. And I never said that I could run a sub five forty, but here oh, we are. Okay. Um, okay. So Can't being a Pirates fan, there, there's a lot of up and ups and downs of being a Pirates fan. Do you have any final thoughts, Jordan, before we move into what we've been spinning? Um, I, I, I have nothing. I the the fact that we won today is like mind blowing. The fact that we have three other wins is mind blowing. Um, like. I, I hear that they might have. What was that? I said by the time people hear this, they might have more. Oh, uh, I doubt it. So, um, <laughs> it, I I looked at the ESPN site and I was looking at scores and shit, and I seen that the Pirates were up seven to zero in the second inning, and all I could think of is, damn, the Pirates are going to lose thirteen to nine today, yeah. but they won, and I was like. Well, damn, they I'm caught stunned. me off guard. Yeah, I'm fucking stunned that this <laughs> yeah. happened. 
So, Jesus Christ. But uh, with that, my man, let's move into the last segment of the uh, of the night. You know, we typically talk about the things we've been spinning and listening to. And you know what, Jordan? I'm going to give you the floor this time to open it up. I never do that. So go ahead, buddy. What have you been spinning this week? So I've been uh, two bands. Um, one you've either never heard of or actually I feel like you might like them. Um, they're called Seven Sisters of Sleep. Never heard of them. Um, heavy as fuck. Heavy as fuck. Honestly, since you're on this edible ride right now, bump that when you get out when when we get out of here. Will um, do. Will the do. Fucking is System of a Down. Ooh, um, which which record? Mesmerize. Dude, that's fucking weak, man. Toxicity. Self title. Come on, man. It is weak, but I really like. Honestly, um, I loved self-titled. I love Toxicity, but um, my friend he got me mesmerized for Christmas one year, and I like worshipped that CD at. I think I was in ninth or tenth grade, maybe. Dude, I just remember the opening riff of "This Cocaine Is on This Song" or whatever. It's like, damn it. that's so fucking wild dude like that record was so fucking i've never heard hypnotized before i've never heard the second it came out they come out with like a double album it was mesmerized and hypnotized i've never heard hypnotized before because i just mesmerized just threw me off guard so much that you know but toxicity fucking rules uh that is one band i wish would would tour the u.s more yeah um there was there was a fucking kid from my hometown I'm not gonna name drop his ass, but he was he he was talking this big game about all these bands that he's seen. He was like, "Yeah, I seen System," and I was like, "Yeah, on YouTube." And he was like, "Nah, man, I seen System," and I was like, yeah. "Hold on, you, you told did? this kid, you broke this kid's dreams, man." Fuck when he that. said, "I've seen them," and you said, "I've seen them," you've seen them on YouTube. <laughs> you crushed that kid's spirit. <laughs> Bravo, Fuck Bravo, him, dude. There's anyway, no way. You think System plays the United States, and I wouldn't have known about it? Even if it was in fucking Washington State, I would have been like, hey, let's go. No one can while none of us are going. Get the thumb out, you know? Yeah. Start hitchhiking. But, um, so, a great record, by the way. I'll let you finish, though. Um, but, yeah, those are the two um, bands I've been spinning very heavily this week. Damn. Um, Seven Sisters of Sleep, it's like, like I told you um since you're on that edible ride right now go play the song uh pray p-r-e-y by mm. seven sisters of sleep um if i'm gonna talk system of a down they have a song called question it fucking yep. is a heater every time i hear it that beginning part the that just system it, it was one of those bands that when i was growing up listening to them I didn't appreciate them until about 10th grade. And then I was like, what the fuck? This band like, fucking rules. You yeah. Know? Pogo? Yeah. God damn. Whew. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, what have you been listening to, Lance? Well, I think it's um, I think it's a mute point now, but I've been jamming Ride the Lightning. <laughs> um, Metallica's second CD. Come on, man. Now, anyone that has listened to previous episodes knows I'm a big I'm on a big Metallica kick lately, and I cannot fucking handle it, bro. Those first four records are goddamn near perfect. The first four are like near fucking perfect. I listened to Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Injustice for All from front to back. Great fucking records, all three of them. Just fantastic. So you know what? It's not just Ride the Lightning. I've been listening to Master of Puppets and Injustice for All too. Come on, man. And Justice for All, James Hetfield sounds so fucking good. It's ridiculous, and I hate the fact that he sounds that good, goddammit. But uh, I've just I've submitted to the fact that I'm super, super into, like, old-school Bay Area thrash heavy metal. I'm really digging it right now. Uh, Metallica, Megadeth. Uh, I've been really listening to some Megadeth lately. Are you a Megadeth fan? Um, I actually... I enjoy Megadeth. I, I'm yeah. not going to say I sat down and listened to any of their records in, in full, but when I do hear them, I'm like, this 
this has got the motherfucking riffs, all right? Yeah, that's how I feel about Tool. The band Tool. Like, the songs that I like from Tool are fucking cool. But I've never... I didn't mean to rhyme that. But um, the the songs that I hate by Tool, I just... I fucking hate. It's like, some shit's just too progressive for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people gripe about Injustice for All being like that because the song Injustice for All is almost 10 minutes long. So a lot of people complain about that, but I love it. I love everything about that record. And Justice for All is probably my top five favorite records of all time. Uh, I love that CD a lot. Uh, I've also been jamming something weird. There, there's two oddballs. I mean, not really oddballs, like in the in the general sense, but I've been listening to Chimera lately. Band's fucking heavy as shit, dude. That I band is so that band name in a while. Damn. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been jamming. I've been on this nostalgia kick, man. I can't fucking, I can't handle it right now. Also, I've been jamming Between the Buried and Me, uh, Alaska. That record is unbelievable, man. Another progressive record that I can remember the first time I ever heard. Have you ever heard any of Alaska? Yes. Yeah. The first time I heard the song Alaska, I was like, what is fucking going on right now? And then I heard Selkie's. Uh, Selkie's The Endless Obsession. If you've never heard that song, please go listen to it immediately. It has this middle section that's just like gorgeous. You're using like acoustic guitars and it just, fuck man, it just gets me going every time. I've also been listening to Reinventing the Steel, um, that Pantera record, that last one that they did. It's heavy as fuck too. Um, I don't think, so a lot of people talk about the big four thrash bands being Slayer, Megadeth, Metallica, and uh, Anthrax. I think instead of Anthrax, it should be Pantera. I think Pantera is a forefather. And I said this on the Heel Turn Collective with with Shane on Tuesday. I I said this to him. I said, Pantera does not get the credit they deserve ushering in like what we know today as heavy music. Pantera has influenced that a lot more than I think people give them credit for. And because if you listen to those, you know, those later riffs Dimebag was coming up with, man, it sounds like a hardcore band really like you know so i was always a big fan on somno guy too i think that dude fucking rules so pantera has everything i mean their guitar tone's a little fuck funky but that is one band i don't think i can get enough of are you dude, a pantera fan George? dude that domination breakdown Woo! fuck Woo! dude that domination breakdown uh the breakdown this love dude slaughtered dude it's fucking heavy as fuck this love yeah that oh jesus christ this riff is fucking insane i remember the first time i heard that and i was like this song's not for me like it's too slow and then like i was like i gotta get over this i need to just listen and then i listened and i was like oh man that slow burn was worth it fucking (laughs) hell I mean, come on, dude. Like, for real. It's it's insanity to me. Also, uh, there's the last uh, Pantera song that I, I super fuck with. War Nerve. Oh, shit. War Nerve. That was on the Great Southern Trend Kill, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a solid sounding metal record name, by the way. The Great Southern Trend Kill. That shit's sick. Um they're they're talking about maybe doing a Pantera reunion now that Vinnie Paul's uh, passed away and that he swore he would never play with Phil again. Now that he's gone, I think they might do this half-ass Pantera reunion, and I don't know how I feel about it. I, with everything we know about Phil today, it's a big like money grab for him. Yeah. And uh, was their bass players the only other one that's Rex alive? Brown. Oh, yeah, Rex Brown. So, you know, he's probably a janitor somewhere, but, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ, a janitor. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, you, you don't hear, like, much about this guy. Like, you... He's on the fucking biggest metal band, on, like, thrash metal band on fucking Earth. And then they're like, we're gonna, we're gonna break up. Dimebag gets murdered. And you never hear about any of them besides Phil and Vinnie Paul. And then Vinnie Paul passes, and we're still just only hearing about Phil. We never hear about this bass player. So it's like, <laughs> this nope. guy's like, yeah, I've been sound. I've been, uh, 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 what are they? I've been uh, like the good bass tech on the Megadeth tour, which would be dope. But like, 
what has this guy been doing? Like, yeah. is, is he in a spot where like the money would work? Like helpful? <laughs> no, I think, I think uh, he's in a, some band. I think it's called like the Rex Brown band. Which oh, is, fuck. What the? Yeah. But he plays guitar in that band. It's kind of crazy, but that's the thing about Pantera. If you never noticed, Dimebag was the only guitar player, obviously. Yes. On the records, they don't have a rhythm track playing. So a lot of times behind like the solos, Rex Brown's bass was the only thing audible. And I thought that was so fucking cool because it created like a wall of sound. And it was like, this is so fucking heavy, dude. Like, you don't need these guitar layers, man. This guy just makes it. The thing about Dimebag, man, the way he played it, he made that fucking thing wail, man. Oh, yeah. He made that fucking thing like just, I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, but they're talking about doing this reunion. It's like Zach Wilde's going to play guitar, which I'm cool with because yeah, seems like the coolest fucking dude on planet Earth. Um, except, for, except for all the uh, the chains. All those chains got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're mixing him up with Kerry King from Slayer. But No, no, no. There's there's some pictures of, or videos of him with like Black four billion chains on. I'm like, listen, man. Who are you? Fucking a member of Run DMC? <laughs> what the fuck are you it's doing? It's like a rick of heavy metal. What is Yeah, that? for real. Uh, and then my one sleeper this week is MC Hammer, man. You can't touch this is fucking heavy, dude. What, what else did he do besides go broke? N- nothing, but man, uh, <laughs> the, two, the two MC Hammer songs that really stick out to me, obviously, um, you can't touch this and too legit to quit. Too legit. That is my theme song for my, that's my theme song for my life. So yeah. Too legit. Yeah, and uh, with that, it is the end, kiddos. Uh, We had a lot of fun talking about a lot of different stuff today. Uh, If you get a moment, go over to the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network and give us a like on Facebook. Keep updated on everything that we're doing here at Word Up or Bird Up, which we drop every Sunday. We also have the Heel Turn Collective podcast, which we release on Tuesdays, and one with the Undercard All Elite Edition on Fridays. I am on all three shows for some reason. Um, But, yes, I talked to... We have the collective core we like to, we know as the four horsemen and, and all of us are involved in some way. So we're very excited about the way things are going. Uh, me and Jordan have a lot of exciting things in the coming weeks bringing to the show. We're going to get into all that and everything else. So make sure you're following us on Facebook and keeping updated. Make sure that you hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Collective Heal. You are at Fubu Master Xplex. Jesus Christ. Change that fucking name already. Oh, uh, I, if you want me to, I will, because I got I got a heater right behind it. Oh shit! So, uh, but make sure you follow us on Twitter and let us know what you think of the the shows. And then while you're at it, want you give us a rating on iTunes and Spotify and anywhere else where you consume your podcast. And I think that's it. So, Jordan, before we get out of here, man, you got anything else to fucking add to this thing? Um, all I got is a big old yeah. Yeah, I mean, Europe is the official catchphrase of Word Up or Bird Up here. I am Lance, he is Jordan, and until next week, peeps, we'll see you then.